Hey guys, welcome to Snack Time with the Lunch Boys. Oh, hey. With me is Henry. Hello. And uh, our political correspondent, Yvonne. Oh, this has been a long time, my friends. Let us hop to it. And our resident totalitarian dictator, Colin. Uh, Things are bad. And I already have train (laughs) tickets for all of you. Just saying. Uh, so we've got at the, at the point of this recording, we've actually got two episodes on COVID basically that are going to be released in the near future. Um, they're being edited as we speak. We just, yes, 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 yes. But, uh, we just found out today that on, and today is, uh, August the 16th of 2021. And we just found out that in two short days on Wednesday, that our city, the city of Charlotte, North Carolina we are doing a mask mandate regardless of vaccination status. And uh, I'm pissed. I was texting the boys saying, am I yelling at a microphone by myself tonight or what? <laughs> oh, but I mean, Henry's, um, Henry's here for this entire thing because it is indicative of the writing on the wall. So I'm going to be here for all the COVID episodes. I think if there's one single event in my lifetime that should be obvious to everybody that the globalists are coming for you. It's COVID. Mm. It's wild to see in the comment sections and things like that too. Like the white pill is, I would say the majority of what I see is people who in some way, shape or form think like us, which sounds kind of more conceited than I wanted it to sound, but like are weighing all the data. They're pushing back. Yeah. Right. And weighing the data and saying, there's a reason I should push back and say, no, I'm not excited. Not everyone's about the data. I don't know if I even see No. <laughs> so a lot of them are just like, you ain't going to tell me what to do now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but they all look like, they all look like your standard South End white college, like post-college students. So it's just like, eh, you know, but <laughs> the scary thing is there's also those people in those comment sections that are just like, oh, we should have done it sooner. There are those. And those people, I'm just going to make sure you can hear all my mouth noises. Those people, I would like to put to the right and left of our Lord and Savior, Dr. Fauci. Oh. That's all I have to say about that. Mm. Oh, it's, it, it is really upsetting about those people because I think, like I mentioned in the unreleased podcast, Stockholm Syndrome. They were so heavily invested in the, in the narrative of I'm doing this for others. This isn't about me. It's about you. It's about our community. And as, as nice and flowery as that sounds, the science just isn't there for that. And virtue signaling at this point is something that's actually going to be used at the advantage of the authoritarian. The authoritarian wants you to do this. And even though basically an entire year and some at this point, we recognize the inconsistencies of what the establishment is saying. And you should recognize by now that they are taking advantage of your goodwill. And I'm not saying that the people that love to wear masks, want to get vaccinated and blah, 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 are necessarily doing it for any kind of evil reason. They are doing it, I think, in their, from their hearts, a good reason. But they are now right. not willing to recognize. I think that's recognize. the case for most misguided political opinions, by the way. Is like yes. it's someone who's been indoctrinated in a public school their entire life, 
you know, grown up in literally every statist opinion that you could possibly have. And the mm-hmm. minute you start throwing mud at it, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. But um, the New York Times any grounds said. that they can find. Right. You know, I, and, had, and this, is, this is just showing more of those people. There are more of those people are coming out and sharing their opinion. This is what's so funny is that I've seen so many people who aren't necessarily the most. Uh, this is going to sound. This isn't what I'm trying to say. So <clears throat> hear what I'm saying and not what I'm not, as Jake likes to say. People are trying to quote CNN, New York Times, the CDC, Wall Street Journal, and they don't seem to understand that all of these entities are controlled by the same financing. There's a same ulterior motive for all of these institutions. I know that in school we were told that these are the valid sources of information. There was even a point in time when they said Wikipedia is not, and now all of a sudden it is which is indicative of who controls censorship. And now they're trying to say, yeah, well, but the Wall Street Journal said. And it's like, yeah, they're the baddies, and you should know that by now. Uh, uh, Martha Stewart went to jail, and the guys from Enron did not. Like, do you get it? Like, do, do you see what's going on? Yeah, one of the things that's interesting about that is if you start looking into a lot of the parent companies of, of major media companies, um, it starts getting traced back to companies that a lot of people, it's not in their common like company vernacular. It starts getting traced back to large uh, conglomerates and things like that that are all related and being in their asset managers in some way, shape, or form. And so um, one that you and I know of is BlackRock. Uh, oh. There's another one that the name of which I can't remember, but they're basically the same exact kind of company. And these 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 organizations they they aren't they don't really buy and sell product they manage assets right so if there's any listener out there that's doesn't know what an asset is it's basically something that like is really fat and on your backside Cardi B and um I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> thank you Henry <laughs> but it's something that that's worth money that you hang on to because it has some type of value in the marketplace and so what they do is they 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 gather these assets. And then they manage them, right? And they trade based off of them and things like that. And these organizations, they have trillions of dollars in assets. Which, trillions. Here's the funny part. Like, they they don't even necessarily have those assets. They've got derivatives of those assets. Like, that's where Mm -hmm. it gets very, very convoluted. And I don't even want to make pretend like I fully understand it. I just know it's fake. Well, right, and, and a lot of it, for example, is if you own a particular amount of a, of a company, right? Like, say you bought, like, 10 shares of a company. Com- these organizations like BlackRock and other, and, gosh, I need, I need to find the name of the other one. But um, basically, these organizations, that's that's a lot of how they deal in asset management, is I own this much percent of this multimedia company, and it might be a controlling stake or enough that what you say matters, and I own a controlling stake or enough that what I say matters in this company that owns these multimedia outlets because a lot of these are related. We're actually starting to see how some of these relationships play out in simple things. For example, streaming services and things like that. You're starting to see who owns who, right? That like Disney, ESPN, and Hulu are related. Like that should matter to people. Not not from a, oh, this is how I get my entertainment, but you can start to see based on these organizations and these organizations, you can start putting them in columns to see basically what they're going to say before they say it. And Including th- in the content that say they all put of that out. To you, say, you see like that the cultural uh, progressive ideas that they perpetrate in fictional characters 
Like it's it's that throughout all their content. Oh yeah. And 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 I think it's important to at least bring that up because just like you were saying, people will say like, oh, Wall Street Journal or NBC or you know, Viacom, you know, whatever. MSNBC like, literally com- stands for Microsoft. <laughs> Are they owned by Microsoft? Yeah, dude. I did not know that, actually. Yeah, that's what the that's MS stands me. for. Ah, that's amazing. So, like, like all these companies, a lot of them are related, and what they do is they tow lines. So when people say, oh, I get my news from X, X Y, and Z, it's important to know who, whose line they're towing because there's massive investment groups that are at the helm of these things or at least have a controlling stake or enough that it matters that what they say is it's being bought and sold. And it's not, it's not real news. Well, not so, to mention that they have relationships with social media companies, which is why Facebook, Twitter, YouTube will censor certain things but push other things. When you're on YouTube, for example, and you go, right. you scroll down through what's supposed to be your feed of things that you're subscribed to or things that you should like, you'll have a, a whole segment of just mainstream news outlets. And it's like, ah, you should know me by now. Uh, I subscribe to uh, Sumerian Records and uh, JP Awaken. I'm not interested in these things. <laughs> and you, it gets shoved down your throat. And even just the fact that some material that's considered sensitive and things like that, that s- certain bits of it will be censored if it, if it doesn't toe a line not a party line necessarily just a line and then other bits of it that's you know if we're going to be intellectually consistent is equally as offensive or dangerous material they don't censor it because it doesn't harm the narrative right and i think for example uh we're very concerned about like fake news and misinformation and that's why like a lot of flat earthers like um like you're not going to see as much outright censorship of their youtube channels because it doesn't harm a narrative everyone knows they're crazy we don't have to worry about people yeah, believing lizard them. people and whatnot Right. And so if you care about misinformation, right, like, let's just say it's a given that misinformation is being spread across the Internet, right? Which it is. Which I guess you could say, like, is a given, right? Um, yep, there we go. And so, but what's interesting is that, like, the, the types of misinformation that get censored is the, exactly the type of, quote unquote, misinformation that, that goes against a particular narrative. But then you still got your flat earthers, your lizard people guys. People, by the way, not Alex Jones, the ones who actually are doing like dumb conspiracy theories, like stuff that's Loch just Ness unfounded Monster. completely. Yeah, like just dumb stuff. They get to keep their YouTube channels, even though they wholeheartedly believe and are trying to get you to believe what they believe. So is this really a war on misinformation or is this a war on narratives? Like even that to me is it just takes this whole argument of of what real news is and just blows it out of the water for me. And one more thing before uh, I shut up. Vanguard is the name of the other big conglomerate that I was thinking Well, Van- of. Vanguard's a, um, like, it incorporates all the broadcasting companies, right? Uh-huh. So they're not uh-huh. exactly uh-huh. like BlackRock, but, but like. No, 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 no. But in the point that I was making, though, you, you even just said it, is that because they hang, hang out with all these media companies, a lot of what they have to say is coming from these massive investment management companies like Vanguard. Well, and it, 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 it's also, this is a story that I don't know if we actually talked about at all, but do you remember Ivory um, Hecker, I think is her name? She's the investigative reporter that's probably my soulmate, um, if there ever was one, and was on Infowars and uh, Project Veritas. Basically, she was the one mm-hmm. that was trying to do just investigative reporting for a local Fox station that included doctors and the variety of different clinical treatments that they did for people. 
and her supervisors censored her stories. And then later, in another Project Veritas undercover investigation, they discovered that on tape, they admit CDC was one of their big advertisers. And so they call the shots for what stories are in the news and what are not. Ah, red flag. I remember you sharing about that girl. Uh, I, I didn't remember her name, but I, I know you're talking about now. She's amazing. It's wild. Uh, and uh, again, the moment that she came out on Project Veritas, like she just gets stripped of all credentials. And I think that she might right now be relying purely on individual, uh, what's it called? Contributions. So mm-hmm. like, and again, this is how the mainstream media intimidates you. They're going to say, yeah, we're going to completely tarnish your name if you speak out against us. I'm so surprised that Tucker Carlson still exists. But then in the words of uh, some other podcasters that I probably shouldn't mention because then we'll get canceled immediately, that oh. Tucker Carlson also walks a line, you know? Um, oh, gingerly. <laughs> and he really is the one who probably is the most out of line if you think about it but he still is toe. like that's why i don't like tucker carlson that much because he he's he's a toe dipper he doesn't just jump in and tell you the truth he'll mention he just provides skepticism exactly <laughs> and honestly like john stossel also kind of does the same thing although i think john stossel was a, a lot more hardcore than we give him credit maybe 10 years ago because it was really against mm-hmm. the grain against uh, the medical industrial complex for example, against insurance companies. And he really pointed out how theoretically all these companies are actually making things a lot worse. But the deal was the woke culture, and I hate to be the guy that says it like that. Let's progressivists, Marxists, whatever you want to call it. They've put so much pressure now that if you start to say that, well, the market factors are actually not working properly thanks to these institutions. He can say that 10 years ago, and he can't say that now without getting censored. Which also tells me that that's a white pill for me, because that means it's so dangerous and that the establishment is on the edge of faltering. So, to it, it might even be worth mentioning that... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, that is a good segue for our second mask mandate situation. Oh, for sure. And, and I think that when people go out into into the public square, the public spaces, when they go into the Target, Best Buy, or whatever. Who goes to Best Buy anymore? It's order online. But uh, <laughs> I, I hate saying that, but yeah. I mean, I love Best Buy, though. Whenever I walk in, it is a magical place, but why, why would I ever go there? Um, but it, it's worth mentioning that when people go out and they see all these people wearing masks, when they see the signs up that say mask required and things like that, I do think there's an important dichotomy because, you know, people would think, well, you know, obviously, if they didn't believe it, they wouldn't put the sign up, or if they didn't want to at least, like, you know, go along with what's going on because they want to be a good neighbor or whatever, they wouldn't do it. I think it's important to make sure that there is, there is two very different sets of behavior here, right? So generally speaking, right, if you want to if you want to piss off somebody on the left, right? You just have to get them to believe that there's some type of injustice happening somewhere, sometime, right? Henry has said to be some something type of injustice. Mean. Yeah, it's like you said something mean. You said something that could cause people to get sick and die. You said something that could cause people to make bad decisions that could kill them or put others at risk. Uh, like there's you, you said be something some... that made them sad. <laughs> right, you said you said something about my body that's objectively true, but because I believe it to not be true, you are a bigot. Like there has to be an injustice somewhere, right? Whereas on the right, generally speaking, people on the right, and I'm not necessarily putting myself in this particular right camp, I'm going to go pretty far to the right, but 
if you want them to come out and attack you or be mad at you or to, or to yell at you on the street, right? Say something about Israel. You need to make... <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, frick. I wish Ryan I was here to support the troops and the nation that makes it so that our troops goes over there and they die all the time. <laughs> Conservatives love to support two diametrically opposite things at the same time, like the troops in Israel, like the police and the rights. <laughs> Rob, Rob, Republicans. Oh, man. <laughs> rhinos, rhinos, rhinos. Like to do. <laughs> I just want to support two diametrically opposed ideas <laughs> at the same time. You might be a conservative. Right. <laughs> All right. If you want to support an objectionably false idea and say it's true, you might be a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Oh, man. I'm going twi- to put that on, on the internet. That's, That's funny. <laughs> that was really good. But... That's really funny. <laughs> Hang on. I got to write that down. Let me text that to you. That's really funny. <laughs> Say something while I type it. <laughs> this is important. No, this is breaking just news. sound it out because it does sound good. As you type it. If you want to support two diametrically opposed ideas, you might be a Republican. <laughs> oh. If... if you want to say an objectively false idea. <laughs> Man, this could be the... And claim it as truth. Huh? This could be some, like, the first great Lunch Boys merch uh, t-shirt oh, yeah. ideas. <laughs> you might be a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Woo! What got me on that? Frick. Israel. <laughs> Israel. No. Something else. Oh, so if you want to piss off people on the right, right, and I'm going to go pretty far right, you basically have to make them feel like... Tiki Torch, they're, right? That they're, yeah, like Tiki Torch, right? Tiki <laughs> Torch and Pitchfork, you know? Um, you have to make them feel like something that generally they... You have to make them feel like something about their lifestyle has to change to accommodate somebody else, right? It yeah. seems like that's like the basic, the basic thing. Now, what's funny, though, is that the pain threshold or the level of tolerance is much higher on the right. We can see this by the way that we talk about people on the right today. I think it's because they generally agree with free market capitalism. So they would just suggest, I just don't have to listen to you. I can listen to something else. I feel like that's the general. That's why the pain threshold is higher. I would agree. I would agree. And also, if you get tattoos every day, right, eventually you're going to get somewhat used to the feeling of that needle, even if you still hate it. Or the sorrow and in your life. We've right, That too. <laughs> um, what you now need this deep, deep pain from this rapidly fast-moving needle, then that's the only way you can get endorphins to release in your brain. <laughs> oh, shoot. It's because fiat. And so... <laughs> um, <it's, laughs> This is a great episode. This I'm having is fun. fun. Uh, <laughs> but uh, also, you know, since I was a little kid, left-leaning ideas. Now, when I was a little kid, left-leaning ideas were much more moderate than they are today. The gays but left-leaning don't ideas ruin have, America. Oh yeah, that was, that was those are the good old days back when we were fighting over <laughs> if gay people were allowed to get married or not. <laughs> Biggest Which, threat. By the way, just to say this out loud for any of our left-leaning listeners. Lib- if you're a principled libertarian, you don't give a crap who sleeps with who and who wants to marry who, Not and you don't problem. think the state should regulate it anyway. Yeah. So, d- 
I, I think that's funny. Although it's, it's that, funny like, that oh. remember when um, the Christian evangelical right wingers were saying, "Oh, th- this is just the first step. You'll see what's coming. Next thing, you'll they'll they'll be marrying frogs." And it's like not exactly, but they might identify as one and make you accept it. Like so, they weren't completely wrong. <laughs> I. I don't have the articles to pull it up and back it up, but I think some people have married some animals. Uh, yeah, I think one lady got a marriage license, and never mind. I'm not gonna say that out loud because I, I, that one for sure. You can, I don't know I, you true, can legit so. identify now as a pizza cat. That was that was a TikTok that I saw, and a, and a a pizza cat, and and somebody was trying to legitimately say like, you know, I literally wasn't into this whole um, zipzer cisgender thing categorization but now i recognize it and i think that like and supposedly there were people online saying and again i couldn't tell if it was a troll or if they were making an intellectual argument or what but now that appears to be a acceptable identity to be a pizza cat whatever that is and people can fact check me on that just like google it or search it on tiktok you'll find it it's crazy interesting or it's very open-minded i don't know did you see the the guy um uh the guy that from England that got his face changed so he could be Korean. And he's like, I'm so <laughs> yes. happy. I'm finally Korean. <laughs> Every time he says, he's like, I don't know that if that's should how you be say so wildly offensive. Um, oh, it should, it's a white guy <laughs> from England. So, so white. He's English. That is, that is beyond, that's beyond Alabama white. Like I know English people like to think they're like all high class and stuff, but you are the original cracker. If you white, uh, you yeah. English white, you are white white. Like you are burn and cl- <laughs> sunburn and cloudy weather white. You know what I'm saying? My dad is lo- lo- loosely related to the Prince of Wales. Guess what? He literally sunburns in cloudy weather. I mean, yes. it is a special breed. They, a sp- and Martin Luther King would say a special breed <laughs> of white. They, they like- drink tea and it stains permanently. Like that's how white they and- are. <laughs> permanently like any tan you see on an english man is because he spilled some english breakfast on himself okay like let me tell you it's a special it's like oh where'd you go to get that tan earl gray like they so white i'm telling you bro they so freaking white and this I can't, oh. I'm trying not to say racial slurs. This man, this man came out. He, he got plastic surgery. And he, he looks like somebody done punched him upside the cheek on both sides. And this monk gets up on TV. And his oh hot gosh. cheekbones and his puffed up lips. He goes, I'd have cut him off. I'm Korean. <laughs> oh, man. Not to mention, like, Oh, not not only not only are we talking about a different race altogether, he narrowed it down to a nationality. You know, like this is this is next level. And then this white man is getting on the TV, getting on the news, doing interviews, doing a caricature of that race. I just want one white man <laughs> in Jesus name. I want one white man to reverse Michael Jackson himself in Jesus name. I want him to go on TV and I want him to whatever black stereotype is, you name it. Whether you want to be the watermelon and fried chicken black man, if you want to be the hip hop black man, if you want to be East Coast or West Coast, you do whatever you want to do on TV. Or if you want to be the professor black man, if you want to be the business black you man, be the, whatever the, your the Ben version. Carson, uh, they're in jail, so they're gay type of. <laughs> the, if you want to do Steven Crowder's impersonation of black people, but because you got reverse Michael Jackson, do you think it's good? 
and then the corporate establishment isn't gonna go. Oh, he just it's like 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 isn't that what's her face Rachel Dozel? We literally went through this already, and we were like, wait, what the fuck? You can't do that just because you got curly hair and went to Suntan's Beach down the road. Don't mean that you get to be the president of the goddamn NAACP. I cannot believe the NAACP so white they can't even tell who's black. They think we all look alike. They're like, if you, you oh my god, Ooh. oh that was amazing. I'm pretty sure my. I'm pretty sure my voice is distorted through all that. Man, but that's I'm the, upset. that is the best Jake rant I think in the history of the Lunch Boy. <laughs> oh boy! I cannot believe. Arikarimas. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh. Um. And got and away with it. Way, got away the, with it. Got away who, with it. He got away with it. The people who praised those. He got away with it. The people who those people. Guess what? That's the same person saying that if you don't get vaccinated and wear a mask. Up. Uh, yeah. Like that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I cannot believe that we have got this freaking thing. That like that we are doing this in in Charlotte right now, and in, in L.A. they're doing it. We've got the threat of I haven't kept up with the news since we recorded the last uh, podcast on it because we're not hearing as much about it. But we've got the COVID passport thing in New York. Like I said this on my Instagram, I posted it to the Lunch Boys Instagram today. This is my plea that if you listen to this show. If, if, if this has been helpful to you, I know that there are some people who, I mean, to me, literally that autistic, tall, beautiful man, Ryan, whoops, <laughs> we're going to edit that uh, up, make it whatever. Who doesn't, who doesn't know, uh, 25 minutes in, um, <laughs> who doesn't know at this point, but that beautiful man, I always say his last name, <laughs> but, uh, gosh, I just want to like make it clear that he was like my Morpheus in like the matrix where I thought that I was cool because I recognized that Republicans were not the, the best option, but I just considered them such a better option. Still true. Um, Democrats that like, once you go down, I didn't know where else to go. You will not be able to turn back. Right. And, and now I'm stuck because like I, I look at Republicans and I'm just like, you, 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 you don't believe anything consistently even as much as i am for this fight against critical race theory being taught in schools i recognize that for the establishment republicans it's about who gets to control the school system it's not about actually freedom of education and like that's a bot that bothers me you know um and so it's much more reactive the and i think that for like the last 20 years specifically let's let's call them rhinos because i don't know I think it's almost disingenuous to call them Republicans at this point. They're they're constantly on the defensive. What even is a Republican? <laughs> yeah, uh, they're constantly on the defensive for everything that's being pushed, and I I don't even know if they necessarily. If you were to ask, let's say the diehard Republican, what should be taught in public school that you think they would still say like, well, obviously the sciences, but you know the loving this country, and it's like yeah, but. The one thing I do agree with the people like the Ibram Kendis of the world is that there's a lot of dark stuff. Why not? That's not a pun. I just realized that. But the um, discuss the (laughs) discuss the things that are that got hijacked, let's say, because 1776 is very different than what was it? 1886. I forget the exact year. No, Mm -hmm. sorry. 1786. Ten years later or so. It's very different. Mm -hmm. And it there are 
legitimacies to what the progressives start their argument with. It's more so where they end their argument that is distorted. Oh, 100%. Like, I think people should know that Lincoln was a complete and total racist, that was he was literally trying to censor the newspapers to make sure that people only wrote positive things about him. He was the original Jack Dorsey. Like He's on Abraham record was saying some of the most racist things that I think even compared to like your modern racists, this was just my, wow. My favorite one that Ryan brings up is uh, when he's in the debate With against Douglas? Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he yeah, says, yeah. obviously, everyone in this room would agree that the white race is a superior dude. one. And it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, geez. like, so, so you're right. Like, they, there is a point to be made where, like, we need to talk about those kinds of things. And why but not? This, this like, actually why is was, that a bad thing? That's it, my yeah. question for like the Republicans. Well, because it doesn't, make, it doesn't make statists. And statists, but the average Republican will always empower somebody. I, I do. They, they are statists. They, I think that it's understood. They really are. It's understood that like the average Republican generally is a statist. I don't think that they recognize it necessarily that they're statists because they think that they're all no. about liberty. If, if you ask them, like, but are you pro Neither freedom? does the average progressive, though. Uh, neither does the average the progressive. The average progressive will adamantly tell you that safety is better than freedom. Like, they, they have those kinds of slogans that they like to push. Right, but... It, it, freedom doesn't really mean of, that much so, to a progressive. They don't care. Right. They, they, aren't, even, they aren't even understanding the, the value of their words when they say stuff like that. Because just like you said, freedom doesn't mean anything to them. So those, the, you'll, it's almost like saying to, like, a diehard... Uh, Pro, pro-choicer like oh it's a life well the, their brain has not even made that connection for that to be a part of the argument so it just doesn't matter it doesn't even register you know um and so like I, if you say to I, like, I the agree. average progressive like oh well what about freedom not even remotely a part of the question to them it's not even something that's been in the mind i agree like, not even it's enough just, for them to say i agree it's or so disagree. hard to fathom <clears throat> like you're 100 right and i'm trying to just think of like why is that? I don't know. It's brainwash. I really don't know what else to call it. The, 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 the sheer and, fact that— And you're that, right, though, because Republicans will do that. They do think they err on the side of freedom, and which is why it, it's a hurdle for both sides to have the conversation of you're both statist. You both empower the same people. I love the hand gesture you're doing right now. <laughs> That's for Patreon only. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. This is what Republicans and Democrats do in the White House. Dude, actually, yes. <laughs> Look, them old people be getting down with each other. There's yeah. some disgusting things yeah, yeah, going yeah. on in there. <laughs> I love, wait, wait, was it, what is it that Hunter Biden recently said about the stuff on his laptop? Uh, supposedly, there's another laptop, and he said something to the effect mm. of, like, there's some, there's some weird stuff on there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hilarious. I'm like, I already watched you teabag a girl. Yeah. Some Asian hooker. Yeah, I yeah. have seen the video. Yeah. So if if you're if now when your whole family pretending that the first laptop didn't exist, if now you're going, there, there's some stuff. Uh, on you ain't seen nothing see. yet. I would like. <laughs> I, I I hope I would, it's Circus Delay level. That's what I'm hoping for. I, <laughs> so you're talking about <laughs> church two years ago. <laughs> Disrespectful. 
um, for those of you who don't know, I will say this outright. Uh, we we two years ago were playing Christmas at Elevation, and they had like these aerial dancers and skin colored leotards, like fully splayed Repel. from the ceiling. Yes, and uh, and and it it was just a lot of like crotchels for Jesus in the sky. Which wait wait wait, <laughs> I just one clarification here. I had family and friends that were in the room at the time, and they said it was beautiful like the music because there's this kind of like a beautiful operatic style singing that's taking place and it was really fantastic watching them repel down from the ceiling because it was really impressive but when one church gets real repelled ceilings and then there's what was it 17 other churches of the same name who have to watch it on screen and the cameraman is zooming in on fredgies like so it's just a little awkward I, I, i do recall being at probably the furthest campus that i've been to from charlotte and i remember being backstage even though i had already seen like the footage that took place at the main campus and already heard the stories. It was the next day. And I, I saw it on the screen and I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> nobody thought this through. <laughs> Do a wide shot. Is, like, why'd you got to zoom in, bro? <laughs> this is why churches shouldn't do campuses. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's a whole other camp, uh, podcast episode. Um, it is, but it was hilarious. Other, we'll I feel like we, we had to explain that, that. Cause that is fun. Oh man, still love that church. Uh, But wow. Oh yeah, great church, great church. Um, All right, big fan. So, uh, oh, by the way, everyone, by the way, because we're me and Henry, this is a little bit more of uh, therapy for us because we're pissed off about what's happening. (laughs) So we're just having fun together. Hundred percent. But if you are listening to the show right now, I hope you're laughing. I hope you're crying. I hope you're having a good time. But you need to post. I will not comply. If you live in Charlotte. If you live in any of these places where did we fully explain what's happening? down, like, well, we're just doing a mask mandate again, and they're saying whether, regardless of your vaccination status. Well, they're I think supposedly voting on it on Wednesday. I thought it was going into effect on Wednesday on the Axios article that I read, but of course that's bullcrap news. So, um, I mean, you might be right, but for whatever reason, I saw some hope that there would actually be some kind of. Because generally, if a council is going to vote on it, that means that there might be some public debate. Granted, I don't know if anyone's actually going to show up to dispute it. But you want to come with me on Wednesday? Um, <laughs> the I'm not going. What I have to work. Oh, uh, yeah, I have to. Work. I was about to say which, like which works to their benefit. I would work my schedule around to go if we could make that work because I do think it's actually pretty important and the. I feel like the biggest thing that people should be asking themselves is we did this a year ago or not even a year ago, maybe less. Cause I think that the mandates here started a little bit later than other places, but mm-hmm. we, we at least know this as a nation, we've done these mandates. We've found it does officially go into effect on Wednesday, by the oh, way. Oh, it is Sorry. man. All right. Mm-hmm. That's something that requires other language, not appropriate for the podcast, but we've done this before, Right. Um, we have the data now for at least a year around the world, by the way, because I saw some really compelling graphs from Japan and South Korea where compliance is 99% because otherwise you get fined. Does it, it makes absolutely no statistical difference in the spread of the virus. And I think the actual defining of the virus, accuracy of PCRs, that's a whole different subject. But if we want to just make pretend given the numbers that are officially reported, by like the COVID tracking project, which I think gets numbers from Johns Hopkins and they kind of collect it from different hospitals around the uh, country and stuff like that. We see no difference 
Not to mention all the studies that suggest, for example, that cloth masks do absolutely nothing. Then you've got the whole idea that like surgical masks um, aren't perfectly sealed and the aerosols go everywhere. And a very small minority of people are actually using N95s. And even with N95s, there is a protocol that you have to use if you wanted to use it properly without contaminating the front, which literally when you're putting it on, if you're an infected person, you're contaminating the front. And for anybody that's super nerdy, the whole point of an N95 was that it was designed so that it could block NaCl, which is salt, right, Um, from getting... Uh, sodium chloride from getting inside the mask that was kind of like the standard that they used and that's 0.1 to 0.3 depending on the manufacturers um uh in micrometers which is 100 to 300 nanometers that's what it's uh, supposedly blocking but a virus is anywhere from 60 to 120 nanometers so regardless to use this for um any kind of contagion of a viral variety like it's a charade because even even if you everybody in the whole country used N95s, you need to change it the moment it gets contaminated. You know, like it's just not feasible. And what's so telling is that the government decides to do these mask mandates as opposed to being like, this is the risk that you run if you go indoors. Uh, if you have these kinds of health problems, you're the most at risk. To have some zinc, have some uh, vitamin D, uh, try to be in shape. Um, the vaccine's probably going to make it worse at this point, it looks like, because uh, if you don't get these boosters, your immune system's dropping rapidly, especially against the variants. So, <clears throat> let me let me be the CEO of my company real quick, because we had an all call today, and the CEO of the company that I work for got on there, and uh, it was just so hard for me to watch this. Okay. I might get fired even for saying that much, but no one listens to the show that I work with, I hope. And so... He gets on there and he starts saying, hey, I'm a CEO of this company. The board is basically like my boss. And some of the guys that serve on the board serve on boards for like medical boards and things like that. Oh, kind of like Vanguard. (laughs) Interesting. He said, and he said that they predicted exactly what was going to happen and they were right. And so I think that we should trust them. He said, you know, if you have not been vaccinated, you really should because here's here's the data is that if you are vaccinated and... You're not going to catch the virus, is what he said. Oh, objectively not true. And then he said, if you do catch it, you are not going to die. And he said, the overwhelming case of people who are catching this thing are people who are unvaccinated. And no deaths from those who are vaccinated. And I was like, okay. You should have like chimed in and be like, well, the Israel data suggests. (laughs) I was thinking that during that point. Uh, then he said, also, there's some new studies about natural immunity. I know some of you have been holding off or maybe not as serious about getting the vaccine because you've already had it at some point. Well, anything that you think about natural immunity and antibodies, the opposite is true. You are absolutely vulnerable to COVID. And he said, you've got to get vaccinated if you're going to Literally, the Mayo Clinic has a study that contradicts that, but go on. And and other studies, (laughs) which is... Worth mentioning. Uh, uh, um, all the studies about immunity to viruses up until COVID. Yep. Literally. Um, well, this is a novel virus. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, so dumb. And so that was basically the meeting was like, and so we're going to work from home more. Yay. Um, but <laughs> I it's mean, just interesting. You're 
glass half full. I, I mean, well, but let's be real here. You know, if I if I had my way, we'd work from home, and also we'd get paid more because they just need to sell the office space and not pay the rent. Because who, who cares? Like, interesting. What's the point in having a bunch of like post college teenagers bang a gong when they save a client when you could just work from home? Why bang a gong when you can, can bang make... something else? Am I right? Um, <laughs> and so it's just like, <laughs> and so. It was just like this propaganda sesh of like you need to you need to get the vaccine you need to get the vaccine you need to get the vaccine and I'm like well based on the people that I work with oh we need to edit mistake we need to edit that. <laughs> 40, 40 uh, second forty minutes thir- in forty minutes yeah. in forty and like thirty seconds yeah if you send me those timestamps I might be able to bounce it with those removed <laughs> okay yeah like I'll just leave the space but cut it. And then you can do whatever you want. Um, anyway, the people that I work with, a lot of the people are vaccinated, I would say. At least from what I can tell. I'll venture to say that a lot of them are vaccinated, or at least everyone who would want to be vaccinated is vaccinated. They've had three, two confirmed COVID cases that have sent many people home since they've tried to phase people back into the office. Tom Woods put it best. This monomaniacal fo- focus on a singular pathogen is retarded. Hard R. <laughs> <laughs> my guy it's it, it's never gonna go away we will never eradicate covid just like we have never we will never eradicate uh we will put, never eradicate put context the flu. to it we'll never eradicate because the context, they have the common flu they have animal reservoirs like that is the main reason why you will never get rid of any coronavirus of which there are at least 200 i just so, that's worth knowing i think why are, yeah but that's that's the thing is like even that scientific fact of how how we have studied and learned about coronaviruses before this pandemic right which really i remember look i'm just gonna be completely honest when this when we first shut down and me and my wife went somewhere i told her don't touch the walls until you wash your hands like all this kind of stuff because they told me two million <laughs> why are you touching right? the walls though <laughs> But you know, to like put your sh- take your shoes off and stuff. Um, You're but they told me two minutes. Shoes off in random. Shut place. up! <laughs> At my house, like when we got home, it's you had to your wash house. your hands. <laughs> yeah, but if I can't took COVID Unless from outside, you br- I, I, then you're already okay. All right. No, 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 no. This was like Go the on. week we shut down. Not, okay. And at the time, I hadn't studied it yet. At the time, they were saying COVID can live for up to so many days on hard surfaces. Which it's not a living like, thing. But go on. But I, I, I'm an idiot. I didn't know. I was, the, the The news was telling me. I think it was two million is the right number. Uh, two and a people half. were gonna. Uh, I forget. That's the empirical. Gonna, yeah. Um, college from of the London. English guy. Yeah. Yep. So two and a half million people were gonna die. So I'm panicking. They're telling me it's gonna live on surfaces. I'm panicking. They're telling me that like I need to wash my groceries. Never did that. But like I'm panicking. Right. What? <laughs> At what point <laughs> people do we could recognize... have seen how you like held your head for a second, like ah, <laughs> because because I believed all of that. This was supposed to be a snack time, but I'm having too much fun. This, this is was good, like a good time. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, we're just gonna hit them with triple shot. Pop, pop, pop. But <laughs> um, but like I was freaking the freak out when this virus hit. You know, it was I was literally freaking the freak out. I was expecting literally to see people coughing, sick, sneezing getting wickedly sick like all over the place In allergy medication to see people just all day literally i was expecting to like walk down the street and see people like holding their stomach because they've been coughing so long just they're coughing up blood because everywhere. their throat's getting raw 
just that that's what I was expecting Ebola. any day. So then a week goes into it and I haven't seen that yet. I'm seeing a lot of news, but if it's going to be that many people dying and that many people getting infected, I knew I was going to have a lot more personal encounters with this thing, right? Then in two weeks goes by and the news was two weeks to slow the spread. No sign of shot of opening back up. I'm starting to go, what's happening? At, at what point do we, do, we do, do we go back to normal? Actual normal. Not new normal. Not masked up. Not having to vaccinate for every new pathogen. At what point do we go back to normal? And that's the question that I want to ask to people. At what point do we go back to normal? A phrase that I've used that I think people should use on their friends or family What's your line in the sand before you start to push back um, against people taking your liberty? Or your sanity? I think that's another way of, of phrasing it. Like, like we, we have personal barriers in our relationships. Wouldn't you think we have one with government? I mean, I, I've reached it. Is I'm very concerned about my relationships with places I like to go. I'm very thankful to have um, a gym community that's a lot more liberty-minded that's going to stay open. I just got cleared today to be able to do upper body, so I'm very excited to go to the gym tomorrow. Nice. Um, but, like... Granted, we don't ask that's permission, the only but place. Go ahead. Well, you know, I, 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 I very much don't want to do this again 100%. in 10 years, no, I'm, and I also I'm don't kidding. want to have a knee replacement until I'm 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> and, and that's the only reason that, like, I give the doctor's office for right now a little bit of slack with a lot of my lines they're like, like uh we're ready to clear you full body just uh take this vaccination and uh you're good I'll to like, go <laughs> french toast uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm very concerned because like i told my wife like i'm not doing this again i'm not like there's no way given what so, we know I, I, I feel like that's that's a uh, imperative to say we're not doing this from a selfish point of view it's just that like we're not going to get duped again not to mention, I dealt with, and we all have, and have continued to to some degree, but we've all been dealing with a certain level of absurdity related to all of this. When we would, at a restaurant that's got the doors open, so there's air flowing in and out. Which there's air flowing freely. in regardless, because we have central air. First world country. 100%. Um, and we would stop outside, put our mask on. That was in our pocket. Walk in five feet. Right, that was in our pocket. Our hands had to touch the whole thing as we unfloral it so we can put it on our face. Like the whole thing's just stupid if you really start to think about yeah. it. Put our mask on, walk in five feet. There's a table right by the host stand. They take us to that table. We take our mask off. That's absurd. Yep. That is literally absurd. Or when I'm at the PT's office and I'm wearing a mask because I'm like pissed off that <laughs> I, I do it because I just want to get this PT done and then I'm never going to a doctor's office again. Uh, <laughs> I just want to walk again, and then we'll call it a day. Um, but, like, I'm at the PT's office working on my leg, and then a PT walks in to start his work day, and he's not wearing a mask. And then he sits in the back room where their desk is, and as long as they don't interact with anyone, they sit at that desk, no one says anything about their mask. I'm like, if that person has COVID, we all have COVID. So either this thing is an indiscriminate killer, and it's a risk to us all, or it's not. Or when, when I go to the grocery store, and someone stops me and says, you have to wear a mask. 
Which so I, small, my, small my life is literally about to anybody like starting super, today. Anyone super neurotic listening to it, like we understand that there's a certain amount of viral load that's necessary in in order to get somebody infected. But just bear in mind that the example that Jake's expressing right now is something that you endure in literally every indoor environment that you're in every freaking day for an entire year. Like that's the point. Go ahead. And I've reached I've reached my point my 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 limit. Is I told Erica, I said, we're going to have to maybe, we, we sometimes order groceries through Amazon. And if it's a certain amount of groceries, like a regular grocery trip, it doesn't cost you any extra. It's kind of nice. Um, I told Erica, I'm like, this, this is it for me. Like our lives might change from this point forward until this mask mandate's lifted. Because I will not wear a mask. 100%. In a grocery store. I will not wear a mask in a store. And I'm not, I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm not going to like walk into some place and if someone says, hey, sir, put on a mask. Like... I'm just going to say I would prefer not to wear one. And then if they continue to pressure me, I'll say, okay, well, then I'll go somewhere I, I, else. I will say this. Uh, I will maybe push back to the extent of trying to express everything that I know about masks in like a, a two-minute elevator pitch. But clearly, I will leave, and I'm not going to be forcibly left from an establishment. Because I do think it's, it's, it's more respectful to the institution. And I think that the battle that we are rapidly approaching is not going to take place in a grocery store but it will be reached soon enough and that requires a critical mass by the way no um dhs and nsa like this is not a potential terror threat but i am just saying like with any movement in society you kind of have to pick your battles so for example if you know i play at church a lot if a church asks me to wear masks i'm not going to and i just won't be playing there anymore like and it's it's that simple yeah, and that, 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 that whole thing is something I'm concerned about because there, there are um, churches in my life, because I play at a couple churches right now, um, that are very much into this whole mask stuff. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't know what to do because there's a lot of people that I love. Like, there's um, a couple in particular that I'm thinking of just in my life. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not wearing a mask. And, I, and I'm not going to be like, because I love these people and they're trying to be Christ-like and all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm not going to be a jerk just like Henry was saying, like I might give an elevator pitch and say my piece, but I just won't go, <laughs> you know, like, I'm because not, it's, it's I'm not, not gonna... about the mask, you know? And, and I just no. think that the, there is a certain kind of comfort that we're used to in America and it's rapidly being, it's deteriorating and to constantly comply with something that's completely irrational and it's subjugated to you by an invading authoritarian force. So in my point of view, it is Christ-like and loving to, to step away and give somebody some space to think about what they're doing. Uh, because, and, and again, like the, in a couple of situations, I've specifically expressed the idea that um, to be on stage and be in front of people that I will never be able to interact with, I'm actually showing compliance by wearing a mask. Right. So I don't even have the opportunity to say, like, I think this is stupid, but I'll do it if it makes you feel better. I don't even have that opportunity. And it's actually speaks greater volumes to simply not be there. Still keep right. in community, still stay in touch with people and still talk to them and meet up mm-hmm. with them. And if they want you to have a mask when you meet up with them, yeah, you wear a mask. Now you have a chance to actually interact, have a conversation, explain to them uh, something that's actually the writing on the wall is really bad. Um, and now you have an opportunity to do that. 
if you just comply right. and just be like, this is uncomfortable and I just want to get out of this discomfort, like this is how evil prevails. Every freaking time in history, that's how evil prevails. 100%. Evil is the inconveniences that we tolerate. Yeah. They allow for greater things to happen on the Because it's end. not about you. Like, could you mm-hmm. imagine in every great dictatorship of the, in the world's history, if just enough people had said like, this is... Um, I don't even know what would be like a strong enough language. This is, ah, let's just stick with like, this is my line in the sand. And I'm, I'd be willing to put my life down to save future generations. Like you would already see that Babylon would have not been the same. Nazi Germany would have not been the same. Soviet Union would not have been the same. That's literally how 1776 was born. Was out of mm-hmm. that. The French Revolution, uh, it's more complicated, but comparable idea. You know, we, we just got it. We can't comply. And th- this is kind of what I was building to, cause I thought we were going to end the show, but then we were just having too much fun. But earlier was just like, if you listen to the show, don't do it. No, and don't be a jerk to people. Don't like raise hell and like become the next, like Karen gets viral video yeah. employee, you know, like, don't do that. We don't need any of that. We're smarter than that. We're better than that. We're better than them. Uh, and I mean that wholeheartedly, the people who scream and yell and make a scene because whatever. Um, but don't don't wear a mask. Don't go to church that wears a mask. Don't go to a store that wears a mask. And it, and just like Henry was saying, it's really important that you get like the gravity of what we're saying, because it's not like all oh, these masks are stupid. Just don't wear them. That's not the point we're making. We are showing the state that we will comply with anything at the at the expense of our liberty. And that is the road to At the all expense kinds of, of hurt. inconvenience. You know, we're not even mm. talking about liberty yet. That's mind boggling. And like, if you really think that this is some sort of uh, exaggeration, like look at Australia, look at Canada. We're not even going to talk about China. Mm. Like the, the gravity of the situation is so much bigger than I think that your average mask wearer even understands. And a lot of that's because we've been so coddled in the United States. You know, we see videos of like what's happening in Afghanistan right now. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh. And it's like, yeah, when's the last time you saw a stupid besides maybe the, the protests? Um, when's the last time you saw that kind of type of stupidity happening in our country? Never. We don't do that. We don't we don't we don't chase planes and try to get on. Which, them you know what, that, we don't do that. Since, we, you, since you brought it up, though, it's so imperative for people to understand, because I, I saw a lot of people that I love on social media say something to the effect of like, Oh wow. How tragic. And it's like, yeah, where were you 20 years ago when we started this thing? You know? Oh yeah. They're missing the fact that we're just, we're now seeing the check that we've been writing for the past 20 years. hundred percent. Most people don't care, you know? And uh, a friend of mine who's, uh, and like, don't mock those people. They want to get out of there and it's not funny. Oh yeah. That part. Yeah. It's not from an ideological standpoint. It's just like, who are you to have an opinion about this now? Yeah. 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 Um, when you didn't stand against the very thing that created the situation that these people are in right now. Right. Like how many, how many Afghanis um, uh, were a part of nine 11? Like, like, like just that's think a great, about it. What? Four. Uh, maybe right? less. It was one. I forget. It, it might. Cause like, I remember it was, cause there was the Pennsylvania plane, the two world trade center planes. It was majority Saudis, was the... a couple of Syrians, maybe a, a couple from Lebanon. 
But oh yeah, that's right. I'm thinking how many hijackers. You're saying Afghani specifically. Yeah. But they went to Afghanistan because it was like organized, quote unquote, by the Taliban. And so uh, Al Qaeda and that supposedly Osama oh, bin Laden was right. hiding there. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, he yeah, may have died a long time ago because he had kidney dialysis issues. So we don't know. Maybe. No, SEAL Team Six. Oh, uh, that later they all kind of disappeared. But okay. I mean, I, that's not what this is conversations about. Uh. <laughs> but that's actually a great point, though, because, like, you're kind of talking about even there with, like, the warfare issue is, like, what started off as, like, what seemed like a quote-unquote obvious solution to stop the war on terror became this stuff that's happening in Afghanistan. And now people are like, whoa, whoa, this is really bad. And it's like, yeah, well, this is what happens when we do that. And you weren't there 20 years ago. So today it starts with wearing a mask. But then 20 years later, something's awful is going to happen not even that long it's, if we're being it's, honest it's, and, yeah, weeks, and we're going to be like like yeah we're, we're talking about uh, in within there's already a covid slash health papers that's how i like to call it passport in new york city Th- this is a red flag for absolutely everybody especially given that the the shizing vaccine doesn't stop infection if it doesn't stop infection it literally doesn't necessitate a passport like get your head out of the stuff right have you noticed the massive gaslighting that's been going on with that where like it they've been they told us i mean i remember first off before biden won the presidency i'm pretty sure it was right before he said if these people would just wear the mask we'd kick this thing in a couple months oh yeah yeah and when he got elected i think he wanted to do like a hundred days of masks and he thought that they would fix it yep so we know for a fact masks don't work at all they don't work at all so then the second thing is one of the things he was saying is like we just need to get the vaccination numbers up and if you, if you don't get vaccinated then you're going to get the virus and you're going to get sick. I actually remember the guys who run my company saying that. Saying that when we open up the office if you're not vaccinated you're the one that's going to get sick and everyone else is going to be fine. But now in the news was saying this, we played a video of Dr. Fauci doing it, like literally saying that like you're going to get sick and you're going to spread it to people or you can be vaccinated. Those are the two options. And you know, a couple people, some of which are awesome, uh, slid into my DMs and were like, that's not really like what's like, uh, like because we're status that just love Fauci. Um, but that that was what was told to us, which, by the way, was rewind the, the vaccine. Tape. I think like cause what you're talking about right now is already like months ago, but people are already so conditioned from what's happened since the most recent efficacy numbers that I saw were really bad. Pfizer was something like in the like 48 percent and Moderna at, in 70-something. It's like, remember that six months ago, we were told that they were 95% effective. Right. And that's why they were able to say that, was like a lot of the news articles that I was, that, that I was keeping track of were saying that in 95% of people, you're not going to get sick, you're not going to spread it, it might not work for some of you, but that's going to be a statistically very low number. That's what they were saying. That is what oh, they were saying. They, they put and extra now, emphasis. The, well, here, here's, the, here's the gaslight, though, is the gaslight was... Now people are coming back and saying, but that's never how vaccines worked. It didn't, they never <laughs> said it was going to stop infection. Which, by the like, way, duh. You got to follow the science. That. Like, yeah. We couldn't yeah, believe you that you that? said that in that, the first That day. little <laughs> flip of, but that's never how vaccines worked. Scientifically, they just helped to make it so you have a less bad And case. they called us conspiracy like, theorists that's not what you for said. saying that. Three yeah. months ago. Three months ago. That's not what you said. In April. That's not what you said. 
Oh, it makes me so. But angry. like, by the way, just the way the propaganda works, the emphasis this whole time, especially in regards to vaccines, was don't listen to the conspiracy theorists because the conspiracy theorists are saying that it'll make it'll magnetize you. Do you remember that? The yeah, which is hilarious because I did see an amazing clip from some I think uh, either Latin American or South American talk show, and they're like. Oh, look at how dumb these people are. They think the vaccine will magnetize you. So let's let's test it. And they, they brought some people up, and they're like, you've had the shot, right? Uh, here, let's see. And they, they put a spoon to them. And I think the first person, yeah, the spoon just kind of fell off. But on the second person, it stuck. And they were like, wait, what? <laughs> it was the funniest Bru- thing. Which, by the way, I think that has a little bit to do with uh, like like the literal science behind um, how they keep uh, the components of the vaccine together, there is some magnetic charge and there's a technology behind that. And that's actually not that weird. But the sheer fact that like, yes, people noticed that and said like, oh, that's what's going to happen. And they're like, ah, oh, that's conspiracy because they recognize that it would deter people from getting it. And then once they realize that, oh, shoot, yeah, kind of. <laughs> In the great words of Mike and Malice, conspiracy theories also known as spoiler alerts, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I would love to do. And again, I, I've thought about what the repercussions of this might be. I'd love to talk about the known science of the severity of the vaccine side effects. We're not going to do it right mm-hmm. now, but I've been debating whether or not we should do one because even though I guess statistically it's not massively taking place um, yet. There are some really concerning things. And I just think that it's great ammo for anybody that is not even necessarily a, a vaccine skeptic, but someone that thinks that a mandate from the government is wrong to, to have some kind of pushback ammunition, even against friends and family, just to show them, like, I'm not absolutely crazy. There's reason to be concerned. I don't know. I, I don't know if yeah. you're down. We'll see. No, I'm totally down. I mean, matter of fact, uh, I mentioned I would love to even have my cousin on because <laughs> he offered to be on the show and he's super freaking cool and it could be more like a Joe Rogan style episode. Um, so we've all got to get like cigars. Just, yep. And like have a conversation, drink some whiskey. It'd be fun. Mm. Um, and he's like super cool. So it'd be like a fun conversation anyway. Um, great musician, just a cool freaking guy. Um, but then like to talk about some of this COVID stuff and hear some of his ideas. Cause I know that he like is a little bit more in like, he thinks that public health measures are a good idea and things like that. And it might be fun just to, like, hash out those ideas with somebody that's cool that's not going to, like, be a cuck and yell at you. I'm down. You know? Um, but Cook up I feel some like burgers. The show. Oh, yo. I, I wish I could get him to come visit. But we'll come. We'll, we'll do it in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel like we should end the show because I've got, like, 18 other things I would love to talk about or go Yeah, on yeah. This went it. way over what I thought it was going to be. But, yeah, double. Yeah. <laughs> Literally... <laughs> double but that's what happens when you hang out with your friends yes sir yep um well guys that's our uh what was supposed to be snack time still gonna call it a snack time because it's not really an episode it's just really us laughing and making jokes um yeah <laughs> but um so we'll see you next time um just kidding <laughs> uh <laughs> gosh a stupid guy um i just wish that any i like it was just perfect fodder for the lefties and they didn't take it a white guy just underwent surgery so he could do he's, he's doing, an impersonation of a racist caricature of korean people that's doing, that's it, hilarious he 
it, it almost feels like on tears of wokeism. And he just one up them, really. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, um, well, that's our show. Uh, check us out on this episode is officially longer than my recording for the last episode. <laughs> Take that, Ryan. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's our show. Uh, much love, fam. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Lunch Boys Pod. Check out Ryan's Instagram; it's got a lot of uh, zingers on there at Privatized Ryan. Check out Henry's Instagram uh, at Henry. You'll find him. Uh, check out his Twitter if you can find it. And um, I'm Jake P thirteen sixty four on Twitter. I retweet a lot of stuff um, that's very interesting, so you should check it out. Um, rate our, sh- our show five stars. Four stars. Henry. Four stars. We give it injections in the cheeks and the forehead, give it a good accent, and... Arigatimasu. <laughs> <laughs> five stars. <laughs> I did it, guys. I'm finally Korean. I did it. I'm finally five stars. Um, yeah, <laughs> bandage and his lips were so it was I did it, guys. I'm finally Korean. I've transformed. <laughs> which, which I'd love to ask, like, did he actually get the national papers? Because if not, that makes it that much worse. If I now d- don't quote me on this, if I'm not mistaken, Korean people have rejected him. Oh, They're like, you are yeah. not Korean. Koreans and don't play this game. From what I understand, he's depressed about it. Because it's like, but I am one of you, and I know two words in Korean. I got a mask, and they're like, uh, "I'm gonna fuck myself." And so, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mom, that was just a layup. <laughs> oh shoot, that was awesome. <laughs> we gotta stop recording. All right, guys, love you. Bye. Bye. It's gonna get real bad. Buy some food. That's it for this edition of The Lunch Boys. Join us again next time as the boys take one step closer to getting canceled. Bye-bye now. Stay safe out there. There is a lot of COVID. You might get it. You might not. Wear a mask. Or do not. Who knows? But whatever you do, have a strong opinion about it, comrades. See you in Gulag soon, yes? <laughs> you think I kid. I not kid. <laughs>